We're going to go down to uh, the race. He's always our sort of Sunday guest, uh, Greg Stafford, uh, the Melbourne assistant coach. Uh, Greg, great to have you back on AFL Nation. Thank you for having me. I, I'm surprised I've got the call up again after <laughs> I've, uh, I've embarrassed you blokes a couple of times already. I always feel like there's a lot to talk about with you, uh, Greg, because we're always analysing the forward half of the ground for the Demons. It's a, sort of an ongoing topic of curiosity for us. It's a, it's a fascinating subject, one that keeps me in full-time employment, so I'm happy to talk about it. Just, I suppose let's quickly get the Brody Grundy situation. I, you know, I hate being repetitive, and I hate sort of just going with that same narrative. Everyone talks about it all week, but I suppose just to get a, the latest response from you on what you saw last week, what you've decided to go with this week. I mean, obviously still, you know, searching for that that right mix. I just made a comment. I think the last time we spoke to you, Harrison Petty kicked six. That was on July 30. You have a big win against Richmond. We all walked away, Greg, and said, gee, this is the... This looks like the uh, the, the top uh, set-up minus Bailey Fritch to come in later in the season. And, uh, gee, a lot can happen in two or three weeks. It certainly it certainly can. And uh, if there's one thing about the game, it, it, uh, it never sits still and you've got to continually move with it. Um, and unfortunately, you're right. I mean, you know, in that two-week period around Richmond and North Melbourne, we looked really content with what we were offering ahead of the ball. And then uh, Harrison goes and does something silly and breaks his foot. Um, so then you have to just continually manipulate and move all the chess pieces around the board. And, and we were coming into a really high contest, uh, wet game against Carlton, and we wanted a big-bodied uh, power forward to play a role for us. And um, and I thought Brody, to answer your question, I thought he did a serviceable job, but some of his patterns were good. Um, his contest in the air still is an RFI, um, but uh, as it is for all our power forwards at this at this club. But um, so I wasn't displeased. But what happens in uh, the way you look at each game is it's a, every game is in isolation and your selection then looks at the conditions, the team, the dynamics um, and we're looking to go with Joel Smith ahead of the ball today and, uh, and give us something a little bit different to what Brody would have. Greg, Josh Jenkins here, good luck for this afternoon. Um, I'm, what's your, how do you message, how do you, how do you communicate with those guys because you, you actually do have a Almost, you've got you've got too many decisions to make, too many players to choose from. You've got you know Shaki's a, a holdover today, I'd imagine. You've got a few guys playing in the VFL, McDonald. You've got the option of the two rucks. You've got the option to go a bit smaller because Jake Malksham is pretty competitive in the air. So how do you handle those guys? Some who have played in premierships, some who are very experienced. How do you handle that stuff Monday to Friday? Yeah, g'day, Josh. Um, look, for me, that my my style is to be one that's uh, really transparent for one and and consistent so um, I bring the boys in on the conversation we're honest um, we don't beat around the bush we talk about what we need in the game what you need to deliver um, and as far as balancing the players it's not always my choice in that sometimes they're injured or out of form so that makes it a little bit easier but um, what we do have slowly now is starting to get some players back like Tommy and Bailey which uh, hopefully makes some really difficult decisions for me to make and for us as a match committee. Jake Malcham, plenty has been spoken about, particularly some of his heroics, but he does give you a little bit ahead of the ball, doesn't he? He's a, he's a, he takes most of his chances. He can snap on both sides of his body. He's a, he, he sort of jumps early into packs and can negate bigger bodies. I'd imagine you might send him James Sicily's way today. So he's added a bit for you guys. 
Oh, look, I'm a, I'm a huge rep for what Jake does, and, and you're right in that he gives us so much. He gives us so much from what he does in his own output, um, and the things you describe are spot on, his ability to finish, his craft and smarts. Um, and I often ask him to play out of his weight division, and he does it so well. Um, but then the other things that you may or may not see is uh, just the work he does for his teammates, the blocking, the running in areas where he probably doesn't... He knows for a fact that he won't get the ball, but he knows we will, which ties into that, you know, make it about us, not about me, forward line ethos that we have. Um, and he's, he's just... His general experience and leadership and his care of his teammates is just first class. So, you know, when you talk about Jack Milksham, I, I just love having him a part of our group because he brings so much. Did you know that he was capable of, of playing this type of role for you when he, when he got to the D's? Because he was a he was a spent time with him in Essendon. He was a sort of a, a, a more of an outside midfielder type. Uh, pretty good skills on both sides of the body. So did you know he had this under the bonnet? Yeah, I did. Um, but you, you rightly point out the fact that perhaps not everyone did because of the way he'd play a, a little bit of his footy. And I remember having a really frank conversation with him when we were in a, um, a seven-week block in Perth in the lead-up to the 21 Grand Final and said, uh, look, I, I want you to come in this week and do a job, um, but there's also this... Let's have a chance now to discuss the game rather than wait to the end-of-season end review where you're sitting, you know, amongst five other people on a, a panel, if you like, and you're telling the player what they need to work on. Well, let's have that conversation now in round 15. And I said things around, you know, his defence... Um, a little bit of his one-touch and marking craft and a little bit of his, you know, when he gets a little bit frustrated in games, he's a little bit of red mist appears, which I don't necessarily feel it made him a better player in those moments. And to his credit, almost from that day on, he went to work around those things. And what you see now is a player that uh, we know what we, he could do offensively. That was not in dispute. But now what he does is rounds out his game with being a wonderful teammate. Um, he's clean... And he puts pressure on. And if you want to play in the Melbourne football line, uh, forward uh, line, you have to put pressure on and you have to respect the defensive side of the game. And, and he does. So um, it's just wonderful to see his development and to see it at you know the back end of a career, which is even a greater achievement, if you ask me. Well, that's the back end. A man who's very much at the front end, uh, young Bailey Laurie. I mentioned Bill. That'd be his nickname, wouldn't it? It is, correct. No doubt yes. about you can't even be one nickname. <laughs> He's only had a couple of games in two years. So... What, what are we going to expect from him? What do, what, do, what do you expect his output to be? And we've seen the emergence of you know, Chandler, who was what drafted a couple of years earlier, become a real goal kicker and a bit of a star for you this year, Greg. What about young Bailey Laurie? And, um, you know, he's, uh, I suppose, the discussion around him with selection this week. And yeah. That opportunity. Well, I think uh, he played in the first game of the year. He's yeah. then had to go away and, and play uh, 20 weeks of VFL footy. And to his credit, he um, has put together a terrific block of football um, and also you know the whole time never complaining never whinging just going about his work working on his game taking it forward every day um, and so what you'll hopefully see today uh, and I'm sure you will is a, a, a young player that's um, really tough and clean around the contest really clever ball user uh, by hand and foot um, and uh, yeah he just finishes well and, and works hard so um, you can never have enough uh, good ball users in your team, and hopefully he brings that to us today. Greg, I might be off the mark here, but um, it looks... What do you guys, when 
doing my thing for the cats, but also up here in the uh, commentary box. Do you guys make a point of you look like the most deliberate team when it comes to that pre the first warm up? You look like you're really at the centerpiece or the cornerstone of that, like kicking it, landing it along that 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 the um the line in the uh, center square. Is that some some deliberate stuff, or am I just reading a bit too much into it? <laughs> no, no, nothing escapes your eye, Josh. Um, yeah, that's been a, a bit of a ritual for. Bailey Fritch and, and uh, Christian Petraka and I, um, for a while there, I, I'd get to the coach's box and my glasses would fog up because I was working that hard before the game that I couldn't see out of them. Um, luckily now I've handed the goal-kicking coaching duties over to Mark Williams, so uh, he's uh, taking care of a little bit of that. But I've got a pre-game ritual with about five or six different players, which... I just can't, uh, I can't refuse them. So I'm going to have to be locked in until they retire, or I do. So just quickly, the, the kicking it along the, along the line, is that a goal kick? Is that sort of getting them ready for, from a goal-kicking perspective, is it? It is. I mean, you'd, you'd know this pretty well. You know, you aim small, miss small. We're looking at setting up the routine without uh, having necessarily the distraction of the goals in front, in front of mine. It's just about process and the kick and the rhythm. Um, and then you've got that line to just keep you on track. And as soon as we're feeling comfortable with that, we move on. It might be uh, half a dozen. It might be more if they're not kicking them too well because they're reluctant to go to the goals until they're feeling uh, a certain level of comfort. But, um, yeah, it's just a little pre-game ritual. It's a, it's a little primer, and then off they go into the goal kicking, like and, and away they go. Greg, uh, just a word on the Hawks before we let you go. I mean, they've been impressive, not only the last two weeks, but we've seen, obviously, glimpses of their emergence in the last... Uh, uh, 12 months, they use the ball really well, uh, they, you know, they're coached uh, really well. Just give us your thoughts on, on the Hawks, who do provide some great opposition here today. Yeah, well, I mean, we look at them and uh, and we refuse to acknowledge the latter when we look at them because uh, they're really dangerous, um, with the, particularly with the ball in hand. If yep. you give them time and space, they will carve you up and they will kick 100 points. So if you don't want to defend properly, you'll uh, you'll be end of a, at the end of a, you know, a shootout, which we don't want to play. We don't like shootouts. Um, whilst we like scoring 100-plus points, we don't like it when the opposition do. So... Um, yeah, they're a young team that had nothing to lose. Um, pretty brave with the ball, so we want to look to shut that down as much as we can today. Yeah, they're taking some good scalps here at the MCG. Greg, thank you as always. Uh, beautiful day for uh, footy, and uh, best of luck to you. Thanks, gentlemen. See you. Greg Stafford, assistant coach at the Demons, who's uh, one of our regulars on a Sunday when we do a Melbourne yeah, uh, 320 game. Get him on the retainer, I think. He's, he's very good. He's very, very good very to good. talk to. He's... Yep. He's up front. He gives great insight. You can, no I think, you can understand what type of coach he'd be to to, to play under. So, yep. uh, love talking. To